I'm alone at the house for the first time recording an episode, so this is probably going to be the quietest episode of them all. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, hi. It's finally February. Amen. Um, I feel like January just lasted forever. And it's just always funny to me how everyone has the same perception of time. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, everyone was talking about how January just wouldn't end. And sometimes I'm, like, at home on a Sunday, and I'm thinking, like, damn, this really feels like a Sunday. And then I go online, and everyone's like, this is the most Sunday, Sundays of them all. And, like, yeah, everyone's just the same. Nobody has a single unique experience ever. Um, anyway, not the topic today, but I just, I always find that interesting. Um, we don't actually have a topic today, because last week, um, I posted the last episode, and I went on Instagram to, like celebrate the podcast's first month um you can follow me there by the way it's at ju underscore v-a-n-n-u um and yeah i asked people for their feedback suggestions etc and somebody replied saying that i should do an episode opening to questions or advices and whatever and people seem to be really into it so i did and i posted another story asking people to send me some questions and so on, and I'm here today to answer them all. So the first question is, talk about your experience moving to Canada slash adapting to a new country. All right, for those who don't know, I'm from Brazil. I moved to Canada five and a half years ago. Um, I was 18 when I first came here, and I was going to high school at the time. Um, I had already graduated high school back home, but the exchange program that I was in required me to attend high school, so I did grade 12 again. Um, And I'd say adapting to the school itself wasn't really hard because I was lucky enough that I already knew English when I got here, um, and the classes were fairly easier than they were back home, so that was super chill. Um, But the hard part was making friends. Um, I was lucky that they had one other exchange student at the school, Uh, She was from Spain, and we quickly became best friends. Because, honestly, if it wasn't for her, I would have been screwed. Because, like, I I grew up watching movies like Mean Girls, and I've always thought, like, oh, there's no way people are actually like that in real life. Uh, But it turns out they are. Like, the girls were really mean, and the boys were just stupid and honestly really disrespectful towards the teachers. So... That was very different for me because back home in high school, um, I was friends with everyone. Like, I got to be my year's valedictorian, and I guarantee it was not because of my grades. Um, So to be in a new place where everybody sort of hated you for no reason was very weird. Um, I eventually made a couple friends from the soccer team and whatnot, but yeah, I mean, I had an amazing host family, um, or host families, I should say, because I had more than one. And I don't know what I would have done without them. Like, I still keep in touch with all of them. And they literally changed my life. And I just love them so much. So, yeah, having that amazing support system from day one made everything easier. But it's obviously hard being away from your family. Um, I've always been really close to mine. So it was definitely a huge change. Uh, But I say the biggest difference between Brazil and Canada, uh, besides the weather, obviously, (laughs) um, is the fact that people are also a lot colder here. Um, back home, everyone's very like warm and welcoming, and it's really easy to get close to people. Where here, I find it very tricky to like actually get close to someone and get them to like open up and feel comfortable. So that's definitely been the toughest part. And winter itself, obviously, I mean, 
I was used to normal depression, you know, but seasonal depression was very new to me. And I talked a little bit about it before, but at first it really affected me. Uh, now I feel like I have better tools to deal with it. But yeah, my first couple of years were tough because I was not used to the cold and I was not used to not seeing the sun uh, for a big part of the day. And for me, that's the worst part. Like that's worse than the cold. Um, so yeah, it had always been a dream of mine to move away and I know I made the right choice and I'm just super grateful for it every single day. Second question is how do you prep for your future if you have too many ideas and you struggle to choose one? Um, all right, so I'm a strong believer that you can do everything you want, just not all at the same time. Uh, so I'd say make a list of all of those things that you want to do and achieve and sort of like try to rank them from what you want the most right now and what you think could maybe happen later in life and then you go from there you know uh last episode i talked about making a pros and cons list and i really really recommend that i, I still do it every time i have to make a decision and i just i find it very very helpful third question um what advice do you give for uh 19 year olds who want to prepare for their 20s i think one be ready for things to change. Um, I think your 20s are a decade of a lot of uncertainty. And I think the sooner you understand that, unfortunately, you don't have control over everything and that that's okay, the better. Because I feel like up until then, like your whole life is sort of planned. Like you go to elementary school and then you go to high school and then, you know, you go to college or, or university, whatever. But then after that is just, uh, it's kind of a mystery. Like people think that, you graduate and then you immediately get your dream job and that's it. But most of the time, you don't even have a job in your field for the first, I don't know, six months to a year after you graduate because things are just not that easy. And you might get lucky, obviously, but you might also just be stuck working at a job that you don't really like just so that you can pay the bills and wait for that opportunity to come, you know. And that's completely normal and not a reason to panic at all. <laughs> I think just being ready for things to not happen the way you expect is a very good starting point. Um, and it'll also help you to like not be disappointed. Um, also, having a really good support system is essential. Um, I think that's essential at every single time of your life. But your 20s really are a time for you to spend with the people that you love and the people who bring the best out of you, um, as opposed to the people who maybe, you know, feel like they're sucking your energy or bringing you down um, I've talked about this before but life will do that to you already so there's no reason for you to choose to spend time with people who will make that even worse you know and also try as many new things as possible responsibly obviously um, but yeah I think it's a really good time to get out of your comfort zone and experiment new things so that you can Get to know yourself more and learn things about yourself that maybe you didn't have the freedom to do before. Um, and yeah, and don't forget that making mistakes is completely normal. And now is your time to learn and to grow with them. And yeah, just just have fun. Like that's what your 20s are all about. Just having a good time. All right, next is how to make the job that you hate not occupy your mind 24-7. Um, so like I said, working a job that you don't like or that is not your first choice will happen. Like that's inevitable. Uh, I've been there and it sucks. Um, I think having in mind that it's temporary is number one because it has to be, right? Like will you do things in life that you don't really like? Sure, but you can't be doing that forever. Like that's simply not a thing that you should do. 
because why would you spend your life doing something that you don't enjoy that just doesn't make sense to do it for a little bit sure but forever no that's insane uh so yeah just make sure that everything out of your work life makes you happy because you might not have control over your work life but you have control over what you do with your free time so just yeah make sure you're spending time with loved ones doing things that you like uh get yourself a hobby to occupy your time that sort of thing and yeah it's temporary okay just keep keep reminding yourself of that somebody asked me how do i make time to do everything um (laughs) i definitely don't think i do uh, but yeah, I think that it's a it's a little bit easier for me because, like I said, I have two part-time jobs, so my schedule is a lot more flexible. Um, and I really pride myself on, like, building a routine because I think I know myself enough now to know, like, what works for me at what time of the day. Uh, like, I like working out after breakfast. Um, I don't necessarily wake up early, but I do like to, you know, start the day like that. And I really make an effort to try and hang out with my friends whenever they are available. Um, I think it's easier for me to work around their schedule because I feel like most people have a more, like, structured schedule. Um, So I I really try to, like, you know, fit everyone um, when I can. But honestly, a lot of my free time is spent by myself. Um, I love my own company and... And yes, I'm an extrovert, but I really need that time alone to recharge. And I find it really helps so that I can like fully enjoy things when I'm with other people. Uh, But yeah, I guess just like figuring out what your priorities are and finding what time of the day works for you to put that in action, I'd say. Um, What's your favorite thing about doing this podcast and how has it helped you? All right, so I consider myself a very creative mind and... Before doing this, I often felt like I was wasting my creative potential, if that makes sense, because I wasn't really exercising my brain when it comes to creating things, you know? Like, uh, when I make an episode, I have to think about the topics I'm going to talk about, I write down the script, I record, then I edit, all that good stuff, and I just love every single step of the process, you know? And it, it really feels like I'm doing something that makes me happy and that, you know, uses that part of my brain that maybe I wasn't really using before. So, yeah, I feel like when you're creative and you have a lot of ideas, but you can't really seem to, like, act on it for whatever reason, it sort of, like, slowly kills you. And I know it sounds dramatic, but I, I think it's true. So I think it's really important for you to do that if you feel like you're one of those people as well, you know? Um And yeah, I just, I love connecting with people and doing this podcast has allowed me to do that in so many levels and I'm just, I'm just really excited to continue to do so. Yeah. Um, I also received a couple of dating questions. Do I think I'm the best, um, to offer you advice on dating? Absolutely not. But am I the worst? Also not. So (laughs) let's get into it. Um, the first one is how does one go about getting to know the girl I'm interested in enough to ask her out? Okay, I say just fucking do it. (laughs) Like, what do you have to lose? Seriously, realistically, what do you have to lose? Nothing. I'm a big advocate that, you know, you should regret the things that you did as opposed to the things you didn't do because then at least you tried. Because if you don't, you're going to spend your whole life thinking like what could have been you know what I mean um quick story time there was this one girl that I was obsessed with for the longest time um and if you ask me before meeting her if I believed in love at first sight I'd be like no that's stupid what are you talking about um 
but it's literally what happened when I met her. Like, I remember seeing her for the first time, and it was, like, one of those movie scenes. Like, all I could focus on was her, and, like, everything around me just, like, went blurry, and it felt like she was talking in slow motion, and I could just, like, see her laughing, and she was wearing, like, this Led Zeppelin hoodie, and I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm in love. That's it, you know? And, uh, no, for real, though, I, like, I was lucky enough that I was able to introduce myself to her later, and we really hit it off, and for a while, we were just friends, and at some point, I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't want to spend my whole life wondering, like, what this could be or where this could have gone, you know? So I texted her because we lived really far away, obviously. Um, and I told her, I was like, listen, I rather regret things that I did than the things I didn't do. Uh, so this is how I feel about you, you know? And it turned out it was mutual. And yeah, like, I would have never known if I hadn't tried. Um, so yeah, if you're wondering what happened, obviously, I'm not just gonna leave you with the cliffhanger. Well, the timing wasn't really the best because she was moving to Italy (laughs) for a year and in the middle of that COVID happened so it was just a really tricky and messy time but we stayed in touch for a long time and now that I think about it she was my first like real love and even though things didn't work out I still hold a very special place in my heart for her and yeah I like to think that in another life we worked out but anyway enough of this (laughs) gay talk um just do it like you're amazing and any girl would be lucky to have you okay next should i go no contact with my ex yes (laughs) i cannot stress that enough um coming from someone who recently had a breakup i feel like the only time you really start to get over someone is when you go no contact because the saying is true you know like out of sight out of mind Uh, i think i just recently removed my ex from all of my social media and just not seeing them there all the time will do wonders for you because you'll eventually just forget that they exist, you know? Like, I find that when we keep in touch with our ex, especially right after breaking up, we tend to remember only the positive times of a relationship and then it's just a lot harder to let go. Um, I've made a mistake of dating one of my coworkers once and after we broke up, I would like see her all the time at work and it really sucked because I think it made the whole process of moving on a lot longer than it should have been uh so yeah I totally recommend going no contact again at least right after the breakup is really essential um and after you feel like you've moved on for the most part and you you know if they're not a horrible person and you care about them and you want to reach out and check on them by all means but yeah right off the bat no it's it's a bad idea trust me um And then last but not least, what if I'm always the Midnight Rain girl? Okay, so for those who are not Taylor Swift fans, um, Taylor has a song called Midnight Rain that basically describes a relationship where the guy wants a comfortable and healthy love, but the girl is used to pain and inconsistency and she just won't settle even though the guy seems like the perfect partner. Um, Now listen, I've been that girl. And yes, it's hard to break out of old patterns, especially if you're used to being with people who are not necessarily good for you, but it's not impossible. Um, I think knowing that about yourself is already huge, uh, and it's step number one so that you can start working on yourself uh, to change. And again, changing your relationship pattern will not be easy and is not going to happen overnight, trust me, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it. Like, if you know you tend to attract that type of people, Take a step back, maybe stop dating for a while and spend some time getting to know yourself um, so that you can figure out what makes you happy and 
what are your like non-negotiables when it comes to relationship so that the next time that you meet someone it's a lot easier to recognize if they fit that criteria or not you know and I'm with you on that boat I definitely don't think I'm healed completely uh, but I've noticed a huge change on myself already and if you want to reach out and talk to me about that you know we can we can chat i'm always open um and that goes for anyone out there listening with no particular topic like if you just want to vent or yap about something i'm here for you you can reach out to me on my social media um and as usual if you like this episode please feel free to leave a five-star review on spotify or apple podcast um share with your friends if you feel like you know they would enjoy this and yeah just as always thank you so much for listening and i'll see you in the next one